0: Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another week of Let's Remember This, where we are taking time every day to read the same few verses for the entire week. And really the heart of this is that we would not only read scripture, but that we would take time to slow down and remember it. So I hope that so far, if you've been listening, that this has been something that's been fruitful and um, that there are things that you're remembering. But even if this is your first time listening, you can go back and catch up if you would like, or you can just hop in right here. We're in Galatians chapter two. And so if you have your Bibles, you can just read ahead so you know what's happening. Um, but we are gonna be reading Galatians two verses six through 10 this week. So whether you are in your car driving or you are at home in your kitchen like me today, getting ready for another week, um, would you just take a minute and would you take a deep breath and would you invite the Holy Spirit to come and to speak to you, whatever it is that you need to hear today. So Holy Spirit, we ask that you would do just that, that as we read these words, that we wouldn't just hear them, but that we would receive Them, God, that we would receive the words that you are speaking to us and that we would remember it. We ask this in your name. Amen. Galatians 2 6 through 10 says, And the leaders of the church had nothing to add to what I was preaching. By the way, the reputation as great leaders made no difference to me, for God has no favorites. Instead, they saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles just as he had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews. For the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles. In fact, James, Peter, and John, who were known as pillars of the church, recognized the gift God had given me, and they accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. They encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles while they continued their work with the Jews. Their only suggestion was that I keep, that their only suggestion was that we keep on helping the poor, which I have always been eager to do. Their only suggestion is that we continue to help the poor, as I have always been eager to do. Wow. I'm excited for these verses this week. Um, It's the Tuesday after Labor Day, so I'm starting this week on a Tuesday because it's a weird week when you have that Monday holiday but today we are going to be focusing on verse six and this week i just decided to switch it up and read out of the nlt the new living translation so i think i've mentioned this before but i have several different bibles that i like to read from normally if there's like words i don't understand and i want to know more about the original language or what that translation i will use the nasb and i will do some word studies there with different commentaries if i am looking for just something readable usually it's the niv or the nlt um i do have my one bible that has like the most commentary in it um a study bible is an esv bible that i have so i'll use that sometimes as well but this week i'm reading out of the nlt and i want to focus on verse six it says and the leaders of the church had nothing to add to what i was preaching by the way their reputation as great leaders made no difference to me for god has no favorites Now, whenever I read these verses, I always ask, just like I asked today on this podcast, to say, God, what it is that you want to speak? What does your Holy Spirit want me to remember? And so I'll often look for words that kind of just jump out to me, and then sometimes I even highlight them, and I did that today, where I highlighted the word nothing, when it says all the leaders of the church had nothing to add to what I was preaching, And so I want to start there today because that's the first thing that really stuck out in what I highlighted, that the church had nothing to add. The leaders of the church had nothing to add. I started to think about how nowadays there are so many things that we do add to the gospel, that we do add to the purity of the gospel of Jesus. But how honorable it was that they had nothing to add. And so in some ways, Paul is telling us that they too were on the same page with him that this was the gospel that the gospel of Jesus Christ that he was preaching truly was the good news and truly was what was going to give grace and forgiveness and set people free because remember he's preaching to people that wanted to add all these things that wanted to add all these rules and say yeah you have to you know believe that Jesus is lord but then you have to do this 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 and this and so he's confirming that there's other church leaders around that that are agreeing with me there's other people that I think later he refers to as the pillars of the faith that are saying, no, like this is it. It's just believing in Jesus. It's it's submitting to his lordship in your life. Like to, to follow the gospel is to follow Jesus who was the way, the truth, and the life. And so he's confirming there that nothing was added to it, which in earlier verses in chapters one and two, there's been similar themes to this as well of of confusing the gospel, of distorting the gospel, of adding to the gospel. And one of the biggest ways that um, I see this happen still in, in our kind of culture today is the same way that it happened then, is we add all these rules. We add all these expectations to the way that people live. And are we too going to be people that instead of putting all these expectations, adding all these rules, are we willing to be like these leaders in the church and to say, We want you to follow Jesus above anything else. We want you to follow Jesus the way, the truth, and the life to submit to his lordship. And we're going to trust in God's plan that his Holy Spirit will continue to come and to work in our lives and convict us and, and lead us to repentance. And so we don't have to put in all these crazy rules for people to do that, but we can trust the Holy Spirit and the work he's doing. But then Paul goes on to say, by the way, their reputation as great leaders made no difference to me, for God has no favorites. So he's saying that they were leaders in the church, and he's letting people know that they confirmed that his gospel was the true gospel, and they didn't see anything that needed to be added other than submitting to the lordship of Jesus. But then he's saying that this made no difference to me. And he's kind of referencing that idea again of, I don't need the approval of man, because God has no favorites. Now I think for myself when the reason that this stood out to me is because I had this professor in college and maybe if you are listening to this and we went to the same college you will remember this well but he started every single class session having us repeat after him and I'm not gonna lie sometimes it felt a little cultish and I wasn't quite sure what we were doing but he would say this phrase and then we would respond. He would say people will and we would respond with, fail you. Organizations will, and we would respond with, guard their territory. But God is, and we would all say together, faithful. God is faithful. People will fail you. Organizations will guard their territory, but God is faithful. This is what the Holy Spirit was reminding me today, is that yes, Paul wanted to make it clear in this verse that There was still nothing that needed to be added to the gospel that it truly is submitting to the lordship of Jesus Christ, giving your whole self, your whole life, surrendering it to him, following him as the way, the truth, and the life. But he also wanted to make it clear once again that we don't need the approval of men and sometimes even the greatest leaders around us, we don't need their approval. It's great if we're on the same page as them, but we can't do it for them. Because at the end of the day, like the Holy Spirit reminded me of this phrase that I said so many times in college, that people will fail us. Even the greatest leaders in our lives, the people that we look up to from a distance, those that we never thought could ever make a mistake or sin against God, they're gonna fail us. And there's gonna be moments in our lives where people close to us fail us. And so if we are living in a way where we are constantly looking for people's approval and we mark whether or not we're hearing from God and we mark whether or not, we are on the right track by just the people in our lives, and whether or not they approve us, we're gonna be let down. If we put all of our faith and our hope and our trust in the organizations and the things that we're a part of, whether that is even now the the big church, the big C church, I don't know if you've heard that people talk about that, but they talk about the big C church being like this global church around us, right? The big organization, and you know your little sea church would be more like your local congregation and church. But even that sometimes if we put all of our hope and trust in organizations, there's going to be times where they too are going to fail us. But God is the one who is faithful and that faithful God left us the word of God, left us the Bible and his Holy Spirit to dwell within us so that we can hear from him and we can find everything that we need in him and his faithfulness. And so I just want to be clear. I'm not, I'm not saying like, okay, it doesn't matter. You know, it's it, for leaders to approve of things. It is good to get um clarity. It is good to get confirmation in the body of Christ and to have leaders and mentors that we look up to. That is biblical, I believe. We see that, you know, in scripture, to have accountability in people in our lives. But I think what Paul is continuing to hit through here is that we can't find our identity in them. If God is telling us to do something and... Maybe a person in our life doesn't quite understand it yet, but we see it in scripture. We see it in the Holy Spirit and other people in our lives are confirming it. We can't not move and we can't not do what God is telling us to do. And we can't place our identity in just waiting for people to approve of us. And so in this verse, I think those are the things that I really about the Lord was speaking to me about of even in my own life to say, what are those things that I have called you to? And are there still people that I'm waiting to approve and that's holding me back because I want their approval and I've put too much weight in the identity of certain leaders and certain people. And to say, okay, that's incredible. If if they look and they say, yep, nope, it looks like what you're doing is great, Abby. But even if they do, my identity is not in them, it's in God and his gospel and who he said that I am. And even if they don't, that my identity is in God and who he says that I am. And so today, as you read this verse and you think that the church leaders looked and said nothing Needed to be added to the gospel. So there was more people than just Paul that were saying, This is the truth, the way, the truth, and the life. But then Paul is clarifying, But that makes no difference because God has no favorites. So the same way that God speaks to those leaders and those people, God speaks to me. And he realized that. That so, yes, their confirmation was good to bring clarity. But at the end of the day, the same Holy Spirit that is in those great leaders, the same Holy Spirit that is in those people's that you look up to for wisdom and advice is in you and you can hear from God the same way that they do. So I just want to encourage you with that today that you would ask the Holy Spirit to truly speak to you through his word of what it is that you need to remember today. And maybe you've been in a place lately where people have failed you and you've been hurt and and to take that to the Lord and to walk through that with wisdom and and with people around you, but at the end of the day, to know that the same Holy Spirit In them is in you and that God wants to speak to you today and that you can hear his voice through scripture through even maybe some of the words that I'm saying today so I hope that this is helpful and I would encourage you that as I read this one more time would you ask the Lord to bring even like he did memories for me from college bring those memories to your mind bring those phrases to your mind and that he would give you what you need to hear and what you need to receive today Galatians two, six through 10 says, and the leaders of the church had nothing to add to what I was preaching. By the way, their reputation as great leaders made no difference to me for God has no favorites. Instead, they saw that God had given me the responsibility of preaching the gospel to the Gentiles, just as he had given Peter the responsibility of preaching to the Jews. For the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles. In fact, James, Peter, and John, who were known as pillars of the church, recognized the gift God had given me, and they accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. They, encountered, they encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles while they continued their work with the Jews. Their only suggestion was that we keep helping the poor, which I have always been eager to do. Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down sit down and spend time in scripture so wherever you're at wherever you're listening I encourage you grab a pen grab your bible a notebook and let's not only read scripture but let's ask the holy spirit to speak and let's remember this